take a look at the bigger picture. Anthony Sicaro is with us, president of Providence Financial and Insurance Services. Good afternoon to you. So your thoughts on a market that has gone back and forth. In fact, when you look at the S&P close to 4,000, it doesn't feel that bad. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's been a lot of volatility. S&P 500 is down at this point uh, roughly 17% from its all-time highs. It had been down between 23 and 24%. So, And then it's also uh, bounced back to being down uh, around 12%. So in the big scheme of things, 17% uh, is not bad. It's actually pretty resilient for where inflation is at this point, where the bottleneck supplies are, uh, where unemployment is, and, and what's expected for future interest rate rises. I'm, I'm actually glad and happy it's not down more but it could be so I still want to be careful well that's the thing right I said it doesn't feel that bad and I say that because there is this idea that a recession is looming we may retest lows the Fed's likely to continue to raise rates we know that to be true um, where do you see inflation and the Fed's moves yeah, so inflation you know, recently clocked in at 7.7 percent, a little bit less than uh, the 8 percent that it had been over for the last six months or so. Uh, the Federal Reserve has been extremely hawkish. They've continuously said that they're going to fight it. They're going to fight it. They're going to get it down to that 2 percent target level. Uh, and it looks like they're not going to give up until that happens. Uh, you know, there's been four consecutive hikes at uh, 75 basis points. The next one's going to be at, uh, it's presumed to be at 50 basis points. We don't know. But uh, they're going to continue hiking until that 2% comes down. Uh, in, included with the rate hikes, though, is the fact that consumers, it, the inflation hasn't affected consumers yet because there have still been a lot of savings. They're sending their or spending their savings at this point. At some point in time, they're going to get to a point where the inflation just eats them up. They decide they can't do it anymore. At that moment, I think inflation is going to drop dramatically, and I think the stock market is going to have a fall. And I think in 2023 or 2024, we're going to see a recession. I, I don't think it's avoidable at this point, contrary to what the Fed is saying. And they're not even saying it's avoidable. They're just saying they're trying to make it really soft. And it's hard for investors because if you're talking about an inflationary environment and a recessionary environment to follow 23 or even 24, that makes it hard for an investor where to put their money to work. Um, you don't want to sit in cash. We know that hasn't been a winning strategy. What do you suggest right. folks do? Well, it's a great question. I get that question all the time. If stocks aren't great uh, and cash isn't good, where do you go? Well, first of all, it's a good time for fixed income because as interest rates have gone up, the bond market and the fixed income market has gone down. It's the best time in like 40 years to buy bonds. And you can actually buy bonds not only for the yield, but for the capital appreciation as well, too. So it's not a bad place to go at this point. But I'm going to suggest that investors focus on what they know they can count on, and that is uh, interest and dividends. If you're invested for interest and dividends, then regardless of what happens with the market, you know you can count on your 3 4 5%, depending on how you allocate your portfolio, and you can dollar-cost average that in as the market continues its volatility. So interest and dividends has got to be the focus point for investors, especially if you're retired or close to it. Yeah, I know you're not picking specific names, but are there ideas or types of stocks, for example, to avoid? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the question is the tech sector, right? That tech sector has still been a big question. Uh, I'm not sure that I would invest in that sector right now. It, it's not to say that it, it's a bad sector. The, the sectors I think that you probably want to focus on that do well in inflationary time periods would be like the energy sector, the consumer staple sector. Uh, you know, those sectors tend to do really well. But again, 
it, the, the stocks that pay dividends that you can count on, uh, even preferred stocks that pay dividends, I think uh, that's where what's going to be the ticket for the next few years to come. Yeah. Um, as, when getting back to the economic data, I mean, tomorrow we'll be getting durable goods and, and new home sales and mortgage apps and jobless claims. Um, what will you be focusing on? Well, I think the bigger number is uh, certainly going to be the unemployment. The, you know, that's the, the setback at this point for inflation. In order for inflation to come down to the Federal Reserve's target level, uh, there's been some estimates that employment has to creep up to 6.5%, maybe even 7%, I've seen. So uh, employment right now uh, has ticked up a little bit. It went from 35 to 3.7%, um, and yet it's got a long ways to go. The, the headwind to the unemployment rate rising is the fact that there are you know, 1.9 jobs available for every one worker. So employees are getting paid more. Employees feel like they can go anywhere they want and companies have to keep their existing employees so it's it's going to be a fight between the rise of the unemployment rate and the lowering of the inflation rate but those two are inextricably intertwined and that's that's important yeah, to realize yeah i know you were saying how experts disagree on this do you think more people are in one camp over the other and if so which one yeah, so I, the lowest I've seen is 4.4% uh, from an expert who thinks that that's where unemployment needs to go. I don't think 4.4% gets us there. Uh, I think we are going to need to see an unemployment rate of over 6 or 6.5% in order for inflation to, to come well down towards that 2% mark. Uh, the other thing we have to remember is that inflation, as long as it doesn't keep rising, inflation is measured year over year. So essentially, unless we have a major continuation of increase in prices, even if inflation stays at this level, what's going to happen is a year from now, inflation will have risen 0% because they look at it year over year. So the problem is that the inflation we've already had is going to stay there. You're not going to get rid of that. The raises that companies have given their employees, we'll just try to take those back. So the inflation we've had is built in. Let's just stop at this level. That's what we're trying to do. Right. We've heard from so many of the retailers and some of which uh, brought us some good news. And we see a lot of up arrows in names like Best Buy, Dick's Sporting Goods, Abercrombie & Fitch was higher today, Macy's, Nordstrom's out after the bell today. Um, I know unemployment and layoffs are likely to rise, continue, but what are you thinking for the holiday season? You know, I'm, I'm hoping that we have a normal holiday season as we usually do uh, in that uh, consumer discretionary grows a little bit. That's not where I would be putting my money. Uh, I've, a lot of the research that I've done, and even my own analysis, indicates that we're probably going to have a soft holiday season. People are spending down their savings. Um, you know, the savings level is much lower than it was just a year ago, and people are going to get to the point where they just realize that inflation is too much. They, they, they get scared. And that negative wealth effect is going to set in. And when that sets in, it could cause an avalanche of, uh, of, of the stock market, stock decline. So that's what we really want to put. But, you know, that's the issue. I think it's going to be a soft uh, uh, holiday season, not robust as uh, last week. Understood. Anthony, nice to see you. Anthony Sicaro, Providence Financial and Insurance Services. Thank you.